0: Hello and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, She finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen. To forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to One Deep Breath, a novel of truth and knowing, written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2022 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 8, Special Friend. Today was the big day. In my morning meditation, I gave my appreciation to Mr. Frank and asked that he guide Steve and me through today's session. Steve picked me up, and then we headed down to the high school. A brief meeting with the counselors and the principal prior to the session would give us a better understanding of the young people who would be in attendance. Principal Patrick opened the meeting. Evie and Steve, please let me thank you both again for your willingness and generosity to the young people of the island. This program is truly out of the box for us, but we believe it will have a great impact on the students. It's our pleasure, Steve responded. I know firsthand how this helps, and thanks to Evie and her patience. She's helped me process and manage my emotions from my childhood trauma. Evie, Steve, my name is Ben, and I'm the counselor for this year's freshman class. I asked a young lady by the name of Joanne to see you today. Very unstable childhood, which resulted in her being removed from her family. She moved to the island late last year to be fostered by one of our island families. She's very smart and creative but has angry outbursts that are extremely volatile. Do you know if she's ever painted before? I asked. Not that I'm aware, but as I mentioned, she's very creative. Good afternoon. I'm Sharon, a counselor for the senior class. The student that I asked to attend your session is named David. For the past three years, David was an excellent student, Attended his classes, got good grades. But this year, something happened. He skips school often, doesn't turn in his work, and as such will fail his classes. He used to talk about college, but now he has become distant. Thank you all for this information, and thank you for the trust you're putting in us to help your students. We will let you know how it goes, I replied. As soon as we left the room, everything became extremely real. I know this process can help people, but I hope we're not in over our heads. I looked at Steve as he walked down the hall in silence. His face showed the same seriousness. Luckily, we arrived in the art room before Joanne and David. After closing the door, I took a deep breath, then turned to Steve. Thank you again for being my partner in this. Of course, I have a funny feeling we will be helped just as much as they will. The bell rang, and soon thereafter, Joanne entered the room. She was a petite young woman with an attitude that screamed, Don't mess with me. You must be Joanne. My name is Evie, and this is Steve. Joanne looked us both up and down. Hey. Why don't you take a seat at that table while we wait for the other student? I could see the concern on Joanne's face when I said another student was joining us. Don't worry, we're all going to have some fun. A few moments later, David strolled in. Hi, David. My name is Evie, this is Steve, and that is Joanne. Glad you could make it. He gave no reply and just sat down. I started the conversation by summarizing the program, how they were the first and that we would learn together as we went along. Did either of you know Mr. Bill Frank? Yeah, I did. He was a good guy. He listened, David said. Well, Mr. Frank used to be my teacher when I moved to the island to live with my grandparents after my mother's death. He was a good friend to me and he and I created this program. Prior to his death, he mentored Steve, so we have both experienced the magic of Mr. Frank. Steve gave an overview of his background. So, you're not a psychiatrist or trained counselor? Joanne asked. No, I'm not, but I've made enough mistakes in my life to teach others how to not make the same ones. Plus, I'm still making mistakes, but now I know when I'm doing it and why. To me, I'm making progress in the right direction. His answers seemed to impress both the kids. We were off to a good start. I looked at Joanne and David. So, why did you agree to come to this program? I thought I had to, Joanne replied. I promised my mom I'd come, David answered. Have either of you painted before? Both shook their heads. No worries. The purpose of teaching you how to paint is not to become an artist. It is to help you free your emotions and put them in a place that is safe. There is no critiquing your work. I will show you techniques and then ask you that you be honest with yourself. I want you to paint your emotions, good, bad, or otherwise. Steve is here to help you think about the emotions that you put on the canvas and how you can manage those emotions. Moving forward, we're a big team. Everything in this room stays in this room. We are here to create a safe space for all of us to manage what we're going through. Four easels were set in a circle so no one could see the other's work. I showed David and Joanne a few paint mixing techniques and strokes, then asked them to think about an experience that they had recently had. What I would like you to do is to paint what you felt from that experience. For example, if I were to think about what I had for dessert last night, the colors would be happy and fun because I had my favorite ice cream, strawberry but I may also include a few big circles of round things to show that even though I loved ice cream, if I eat too much, I will get fat. Your painting does not need to make sense to anyone but you. Use this as a release. For the next 30 minutes, the room was quiet. Steve got right to work, whereas Joanne and David took longer. I spoke to each of them individually assuring them that this was a safe place and that when they released the emotion, they would feel lighter. Slowly, Joanne started to paint. David was still hesitant, but he eventually put something on the canvas. We had a few moments before the session ended, so I asked Steve if he would share his painting with us. Sure. He turned his easel around for all of us to see. Looking at Joanne and David, I asked, what emotions do you feel from looking at Steve's painting? To me, it feels like happiness, then sadness, then... nothing, Joanne answered. Wow, Joanne, you're very perceptive, Steve complimented. David, do you feel anything from Steve's painting? I asked. It's not nothingness. I feel resolution. Either you guys got into my head or my artistic ability is improved, Steve commented. Great job. Please know, David and Joanne, that we would not expect you to share your work unless you felt comfortable doing so, I explained. Joanne raised her hand. Please, Joanne, no need to raise your hand. Uh, Oh, okay. Is it okay if we asked what experience Steve painted? We all looked at Steve. Sure, Steve answered. This was an experience that I just went through. I met someone who was really special. I thought she could be someone I could spend my life with. Unfortunately, she had met someone before me. It crushed me, and I fell into a bit of a depression and seriously contemplated doing some harmful stuff to myself. But this person is so special that I realized I would rather have them in my life as a friend who makes me a better person than to be mad about something that wasn't meant to be. As my face flushed, I quickly turned my head so that no one would see. Steve continued. This is what I meant when I said that I now understand my emotions. My whole life I drank to make the pain go away instead of facing it and working through it. I realized that if I started drinking again, that I would lose that special person forever. The universe has a plan for me. I may not understand what it is, but I trust the process. I still have that person in my life, and maybe, one day, we can be more than friends. David and Joanne just sat there quietly while I quickly pulled myself together and thanked them for giving this program a chance. We will meet again on Thursday. I hope you both come back because you want to, rather than someone asking you to. See you then. The door shut and Steve looked at me. Congratulations. You did a great job. Me? It was your openness that really connected with those two. At first, I thought we were dead in the water but you've really got through to them. Uh, I hope I didn't embarrass you. I wasn't expecting to share my painting, but I knew that if I was not vulnerable, they wouldn't open up. You took me by surprise, but I appreciate your honesty, and I'm glad that you consider me a special friend. Just know that if it doesn't work out with Denver, Guy, I'm always here as a friend or more. Thank you. That night, I called Hendrick and gave him an update on how the program went. Evie, that is fantastic. How do you feel? I feel lucky that they trust me to help these kids. Both have some genuine issues that they're trying to manage. I know I can't solve them, but I hope that what they learn through the program will at least allow them to recognize their triggers, and be thoughtful about what they do next. You are meant to do this. Congratulations. So, how was your day? Amazing. I have Asia with me. She helped me cook dinner, and now we're working on a puzzle. Oh, that sounds like an exciting evening. My goal is to take her mind off her mom. She hasn't been doing well for the past few days. So today is all about fun for my little girl. I know you love spoiling her, so I won't keep you long. Thanks, beautiful. I'll call you tomorrow. I love you. Love you, too. Before I went to bed, I sent Asia and her mother some healing energy. To raise my energy, I remembered when Asia and Hendrick picked me up at the airport in Denver. Her cute sign and magical hug had put a huge smile on my face. I felt my body fill with light energy. My torso tightened, and I focused that energy on Asia and her mother. As the energy transferred, my body relaxed, and I fell asleep. Session two of the Something Something painting program went even better than the first. Both Joanne and David came back and Steve worked with Joanne to understand the emotions behind her painting. I continued to work with David to get him to open up. I took a look at your painting and didn't know if it was complete or if you wanted to add some more, I told him. It's done, he replied. The only thing that David had put on the canvas was a small black dot. I get a feeling of finality from your painting. May I ask what the black dot represents for you? Stuck. Insignificance. End. Same thing over and over again. Wow, that is very poignant. How did you feel when you painted it? Did it release anything for you? I don't know. So, is this emotion from one experience for you, or are these emotions ongoing? Ongoing. Can you separate those emotions? You mentioned insignificant. Can you go deeper into that, or any of the other emotions? David simply shrugged. Please trust yourself and open up. (laughs) Wait, let me show you something first. I pulled out my phone, went to my website, and found the piece entitled, Me. I painted this piece when I first moved to the island. I was going through so much stuff, pent-up emotions that stemmed from family issues. Those emotions ruled my life and how I lived it. Once I trusted myself and was willing to feel the pain, I let it loose, and this was the result. It was a hot mess. But so was I at the time. After I painted that, I cried. The door was open and there was no going back. But I didn't want to. Continually stuffing my emotions down didn't help. I wanted them to be out and free, and I wanted to be rid of the negativity and start anew. Remember, this is a safe place. If you're angry, Just throw paint at the canvas. Paint however you want to express the emotions that you are feeling. David looked at the painting, then back at me. Jeez, you were a mess. Yes, I was. After I walked away, from the corner of my eye, I saw David pick up his paintbrush. When our time was up, David was still painting. So as to not interrupt him, I asked Steve to let the front office know we would need some more time. Joanne headed out, and she actually smiled when she said goodbye. Steve returned, letting me know we would need to lock up in 30 minutes. You head out. I'll stay here with David. Are you sure? I can hang out if you want me to. No, I'll be fine. Call you later. Sounds good. The click of the door seemed to rouse David from his painting trance. He looked over the easel to make sure that I was still there. Hi. How are you doing? Hey. I'm glad to see that you allowed yourself to open up. How do you feel? Raw. Is that better than how you felt before? Different. Okay. Would you like to talk about this? I asked. No. That's fine. Will I see you next week? Sure. With that, David grabbed his school bag and walked out. I went over to David's easel to clean up his painting area. When I saw his painting, my jaw dropped. David was brilliant. His painting was filled with pain and fear that he conveyed so clearly. I stared at it for a few moments longer. Then, when I heard the custodian coming down the hall, I put the painting in our assigned closet and locked the door. Walking out of the school, I noticed David heading down the road in the opposite direction. A nagging feeling told me that he shouldn't be alone at this time. So I jumped into my car and pulled up beside him. Hey, you need a ride? Yeah, I guess. David got into the car, but didn't look at me. Where can I take you? I'm just heading down the road to the market. I have to be at work in an hour. I gave David a concerned look. Have you eaten yet? No, I usually grab something from the market. How do you like your job? It's a job, David said, still staring out the window. Trying to help my mom out. Cool. I wanted to let you know you're very talented. He turned toward me. What do you mean, talented? I put my emotions on the canvas like you asked. Yes, and what you created was utterly amazing. David looked at me with fear in his eyes. You're not going to show that to anyone, are you? No, of course not. This is your work, and you can do with it as you please. I pulled into the market parking lot and parked the car. David, before you go, I'm curious. In our next session, would you like to continue painting or meet with Steve? Paint, he blurted out. Uh, Um, if that's okay. Yes, it's definitely okay. Driving out of the market, I continued in the same direction so that David wouldn't know that I'd gone out of my way to pick him up. On the ride up island, I called Steve to check in. So, how did it go with Joanne? She's confused and scared. Her home life was terrible. She's happy to be with her foster family but feels guilty that she likes them and is scared that she will be sent back. All she knew was yelling, negativity and violence at home, and does not know how to process her emotions. If you're mad, you lash out. Simple. We are developing a good rapport, so I believe I can help her understand that the home life issues were not her fault. That is wonderful. I'm so glad that she's opened up to you. She definitely has trust issues but she said she liked me because I was gutsy enough to share that it was you who I liked and admitted it in front of everyone. Oh, she's also very perceptive, Steve laughed. (laughs) Yes, she is. How did it go with David? His painting was amazing. Like, crazy good. He doesn't know how talented he is. There was a lot of emotion in it. Afterward, I gave him a ride to work. He said that he works to help his mother out. Hmm. Is he ready to talk? Not yet. He wants to continue to paint. I think there's a lot more in there that he wants to get out. We are making progress. I smiled. Yes, we are. When I got home, there was a bouquet at the door. The fragrance of the lilies were heavenly. A note attached to them said, Beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Keep shining your light. Love, Hendrick. Hmm. I love that man. After I got into the house, put my stuff down, and showered, I called Hendrick. Thank you for the amazing surprise. Just wanted you to know that I was thinking of you. Your timing was perfect. We are really making progress with our two students. It is such an honor to work with them, and incredibly, one is an amazing artist. Really? Yes, and he doesn't even know it. Well, I also have some good news. You do? Yes, I just gave my notice and will officially open the doors to the Passion Hunters Unlimited next month. Oh, Hendrik! congratulations, I squealed. I am so proud of you, and I love the name. How do you feel? Nervous, but I know this is the right move. That's what Leaps of Faith are about. I'm learning that. To grow, we have to keep on taking them. So, does this change anything about you and Asia visiting this summer? Nope. Nothing can keep us from coming out. Asia can't wait. Neither can I. Lying in bed that night, I gave my appreciation for all the love and abundance that I had in my life. The simple little things brought me joy, unlike before when my vision had been clouded. It was like I had viewed life through dark sunglasses. Everything had been dull. No excitement, no joy or love. Now. Feeling the warmth of the sun or watching the waves crash upon the shore could make my entire day. Once I stripped away the stuff, just sat with myself and observed, I could feel the energy all around me. Thank you, Higher Self, for showing me what it means to truly live life. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations. Written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.online. Reminder, to continue to grow, you need to continue to take leaps of faith. They can be scary, but no, no. You will always be caught in the end.